The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans. Here's your local racing authority, Sam Chapman, with this week's Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans, and this is the Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio, and I'm your host, Sam. Here to recap a busy weekend of racing with MotoGP in Spain, the NASCAR Xfinity Series kicked off their inaugural chase in Kentucky, the NASCAR Camping World Trucks would also get their chase rolling as they took to the track in New Hampshire with the NASCAR Sprint Cup Series. We'll get things rolling in Aragon, Spain, with the Spanish MotoGP. Marc Marquez would dominate the weekend, leading all practice and qualifying sessions, leading the field off of the starting line and into turn one when the lights went out. Marquez would have issues on lap three, nearly falling off of his bike and dropping back to fifth. Once his tires came in, Marquez would begin his march back to the front of the pack, retaking the lead from Valentino Rossi on lap 12. Marquez would cruise unchallenged to his fourth win of 2016. Movie star Yamaha riders Jorge Lorenzo and Valentino Rossi would round out the podium and the Spanish MotoGP. The NASCAR Camping World Trucks would get their first series chase underway in New Hampshire with the running of the UNOH 175. Rookie sensation William Byron would make a statement to the rest of the chase grid, getting the pole in qualifying and dominating the race, leading 161 out of 175 laps Saturday afternoon. En route to his sixth win of 2016. Here's what rookie William Byron had to say after he locked down his spot in the next round of the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series chase. Well, we had a we had a great truck all weekend, so uh, we were fortunate enough to test here a couple months ago and, and came with the right mindset on what changes to make. So practice was really important for us, but uh, just executed today, which was really good to see, and um, just proud of this whole KBM team and uh, Liberty University. The NASCAR Xfinity Series would be in Kentucky for the running of the VisitMyrtleBeach.com 300. As they kick off the first Xfinity Series chase, Eric Jones looked like he had the car to beat Saturday night in the Bluegrass State, but on a late race restart, with less than 12 laps remaining, he and Ty Dillon would tangle, with the two drivers ending up in the outside wall and in the garage just shy of the finish. Elliott Sattler would capitalize on the following restart, stealing the lead from Ryan Blaney with just three laps to go and going on to score win number three of the year in Kentucky, scoring a spot in the next round of the chase. Here's what Elliott Sattler had to say following his win in Kentucky. Uh, it means a lot. Um, I think any time you can put a win on the board, a special, make it the first ever extended, uh, Xfinity chase race format, is special. It kind of gives us a break here the next two weeks so we can go out and race and have fun and be aggressive and maybe try some things if we need to to get ready for the second round. But uh, it feels unbelievable, man. I've, I've had a really hard week on, on not much sleep. So to come here and... and uh, be able to walk away with a trophy uh, is is very special, um, more than you guys probably know. But it's a uh, it's a great first step uh, in the chase, and I, I couldn't be more thankful and, and proud of my race team and the cars that they've given me. The NASCAR Spring Cup Series would also be in New Hampshire for the running of the Bad Boy Off-Road 300 and round number two of the chase for the NASCAR Spring Cup. Carl Edwards and Martin Truex Jr. would lead the field down to the drop of the green flag Sunday afternoon. The sound of speed pre-race pick, Martin Truex Jr. would go on to dominate the first half of the race, putting everyone up to the 16th place, a lap down, before the halfway point of the race. There would be a few cautions for debris early on in the race, but the first yellow for an incident on track wouldn't wave until lap 246 when Michael Annette would smack the turn two wall. 
Michael McDowell would bring out the next yellow flag on lap 268 as he would cut down a left rear tire and go for a spin while trying to make it back to pit road. The final yellow flag of the day would fly after Reed Sorensen and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. would go for a spin coming out of turn two. Paul Menard and Stenhouse would get together, sending Ricky around. Sorensen would try to spin while trying to avoid Stenhouse, and both were able to continue without any issues. This would set up the final restart of the day with Matt Kenseth, the dominant car in the second half of the race, and the closer, Kevin Harvick, who desperately needed a good run to get out of the elimination spot in the chase grid. It would look like Kenseth would have Harvick cleared, diving into turn one once the green flag waved, but Harvick would battle back on the inside and clear Kenseth in three and four, taking the lead, and going on to get the win in the Bad Boy Off-Road 300. Matt Kenseth would have to settle for second, Kyle Busch would come home in third, Brad Keselowski and Kurt Busch would round out the top five in New Hampshire. Here's what race winner Kevin Harvick had to say after he stole the win in the closing laps, locking down his spot in the next round of the chase. Yeah, we needed a we needed a solid day, and and um, you know really our car was was good all weekend. Um, as we went through practice yesterday, we just had some some little things that we talked about doing this morning, and um, as we as we went through the race, made some small adjustments on the car, and and there at the end, uh, we're, we're able to to keep ourselves uh, up front with the track position, and and they made a great call to to leave us out two or three times, and and our car would fire off really good on on the restarts on the bottom. So um, I liked being on the top because it just seemed easier, but uh, for for whatever reason, um, you know, I could I could get back to the throttle and, and really run across the the first set of dotted lines, and and we're able to to get position and, and get out front there at the end. Points as NASCAR gears up for the third and final race in the round of 16 in Dover. Martin Truex Jr. leads Kevin Harvick, Brad Keselowski, Kyle Busch, and Matt Kenseth rounds out the top five in the NASCAR chase grid. Matt Kenseth had the field locked down in the second half of the race until the final restart. Here's what the driver of the number 20 Toyota Camry had to say after being forced to settle for second. Yeah, we had a good car today. Um, guys, guys did good. Good pit stops got me in position there with our strategy to have a shot for the win. 78 was uh, was definitely better than we were today, but um, we were able to get in position there. So um, anyway, I just um, you know, didn't do a good job on that last restart, and Kevin did a better job than I did there. So he was laying back just a little bit, which he should, to try to try to get a run. And uh, I spun the tires in the restart box a little bit, and then uh, once he got alongside of me through one and two, it was pretty much over. We weren't uh, strong, uh, you know, short runs were not our strong suit at all today. It took about 10 laps really to get a rhythm and get going and kind of get away from people and used up pretty much everything I had holding Martin off. So just, um, you know, disappointing we didn't come home with it. Join me this Sunday as I get you set up with everything you need to know heading into the Citizen Soldier 400 from the Dover International Speedway. The final race in the round of 16. Following the race in Dover, four drivers will be eliminated from championship contention. Until then, you can head on over to the Sound of Speed's Facebook and Twitter pages to keep in touch and up to speed with all sorts of motorsports news throughout the week. Before I go, I'd like to thank Beach Booster Radio. Without them, the sound of speed wouldn't be possible. Head on over to beachboosterradio.ca to listen to some great music, shows, and keep in touch with everything Osaga Beach. Hit the podcast tab at the top of the page where you can find the latest edition of the sound of speed and all the other great shows Beach Booster Radio has to offer. Be sure to check out the blog where you can find the digital version of the Beach Booster publication, which is always great to read. You can also download the Beach Booster Radio app from the Google Play and Apple App Store for free and take Beach Booster Radio with you everywhere you go. That's about it for today. Don't forget to join me Sunday to get set up for the Citizen Soldier 400 from the Monster Mile in Dover, Delaware for round number three of the chase, the first elimination round. Until then, thanks for listening, and have a great week, race fans. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written... 
recorded and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.